Welcome to Beyond the Stitch, where we talk about the human side of fashion. I'm Veronica, and that's Lily. And Lily. I'm Lily. <laughs> I was just saying, Lily, say hi. <laughs> it is me. I am here for the podcasts now. Your fearless leader. Yeah. You're the fearless leader, not me. We are. We are the fearless leader. <laughs> You have like the 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 chair that's more like a gamer chair though. So the gamer chair. I feel like you look like you're sitting in like a like a spaceship chair kind of. Yeah, this is where I do my writing, so it makes sense. Yeah, traversing the the imaginary worlds in your spaceship chair of fashion. (laughs) Yup. So, Veronica, what are we talking about today? So, Lily, today we're going to talk about how important is style in dating? Because we have thoughts, people. Yes, of course we have thoughts. We always have thoughts. So the question is, how important is it that a guy dresses well or is how he dresses important at all in dating? And, um... Yeah, we were kind of chatting about that the other day and we're like, why don't we take this to the podcast? Literally. So what do you think? (laughs) What do you think? Is it important? Like if you're going out on dates, if you are dating someone long term, like what are your thoughts on how a man dresses? Does it matter? Does it not matter? Okay, so I'm going to say bold disclaimer across the board. (laughs) I don't think any of this is moral morally founded good disclaimer people are not bad people if they don't dress appropriately for different scenarios i think there's also a very good disclaimer slash space to make for neurodivergence of people not picking up on social cues all the time and that not showing up in what they wear i think that's great that's a great clarification to make also people who are neurodivergent deal with sensory issues so maybe they don't like collared shirts because they really freak them out and that's okay. Yes. I'm just going to say that. I think, I think that's a good disclaimer. So I will say, I think it's all just data. I think it's all yeah. data to tell you about the person. If you're a yep. good fit, things to learn about them, etc. Yeah. And I think that's it's worthwhile paying attention to. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Personal exactly. style is all about communication and it tells people a ton of things about yourself before you even open your mouth. and you can gain a lot of like, okay, how does this person perceive themselves? How do they want to present themselves to the world? Um, What might their past or history be or their background? So it is something that's important to consider because it is a a nonverbal method of communication and dealing with dating and meeting somebody for the first time and presenting yourself. It's good to be conscientious of what you might be saying to them without realizing it. Exactly. And I like Lily and I both took notes. Lily's notes say, number one, do you care? (laughs) Do you care? It's a good thing to ask. Does it matter to you? It's okay if it doesn't. (laughs) So, so, okay. Was there ever a time in your life where you went on a date and a guy showed up looking some way and you were like, what? Basketball like, shorts, bro. Just not my, really? not my jam. It's, it's okay. I, my little brother wears basketball shorts all the time. My little brother has healed my wound of the jock in my mind because he's a sweet little 12 year old boy who just loves his basketball shorts. That being yeah. said, 
I'm not a big basketball short girly. So wait, so did that happen where you went on a, yeah, a date? Yeah, I think someone cried? was wearing basketball shorts and I was just like, okay, interesting. Hey, I don't know if we're really going to jive. Like I yeah. can't talk about sports at all. And it's interesting because yeah. I have girlfriends who are like, yeah, I really want a guy who's into sports so I can go to the ball game with. And I'm like, okay, cool. I got someone for you because my Catholic match date showed up in, in basketball shorts and not my jam, but maybe yours, that, you know? Was that where the date was from? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. <laughs> right, early 20s, sometimes I'm just like, oh yeah, I went on a date at this place. Like I'll walk past the place in New York and I'll be like, oh, right. That person existed. That that whole thing happened. He's just it. a memory. Just a memory. Um, oh yeah. I do have like a sword from someone I went on like three dates with, I think though. Sword? <laughs> Lily's, Lily's mouth just... I was going to dress up as Judith at the head of Holofernes for Halloween. Like, <laughs> I can see Lily's face right now. <laughs> All the emotions that just went across your face. I'm just picturing the, like, amazing. Okay, so I'm like, a big, Dungeons like, and Dragons state. Okay. Oh, my gosh. It was, like, a big, like, I'm, like, a big art history nerd, so I wanted to dress up as my favorite artist, Artemisia Genileski's rendition of Judith and her maidservant, because she's holding, I wanted to do, like, Judith beheading Holofernes, but that's just too gory, and I don't want to freak people out on the subway, and, like, with fake blood on me and stuff, so... Yeah, so I got, like... New York um, people would have been, like, okay... Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I got, like a styrofoam head from Michael's and like clay and paint and a wig and I glued the wig to it and I like did the clay it looks so realistic y'all we'll put pictures up on like the Very, little like, carousel Gucci, Gucci red carpet with the yes exactly I will I will unearth some photos but it was like I had like a red velvet dress I like did my hair like she had I had like the head was like in this like little basket and then I was like telling the guy about this and he's like I have a sword from Rencon if you want it and I was like are you sure and he was like yeah and I was like okay and then when I was like I don't really see this going anywhere like oh like renaissance fairs (laughs) <laughs> that's lily's red flag lily's red flag red is red con <laughs> so anything that ends in a con is a red flag to me <laughs> see i i appreciate the red con because i too was a little dweeb who like was obsessed i can with imagine books. going and be having fun and i probably would wear something cool you would wear something really cute my lavinia like, jacket yeah with like peasant top yeah but if it's like a dude who I just feel like it's different when a girl dresses up and that might be sexist of me, but I feel like <laughs> a girl dresses up and goes to a Rencon or whatever versus a guy who like puts on armor and a sword. I don't know. That gives I'm me so sorry to all of my high school friends listening right now. No, okay. <laughs> leave hate comments that on my Instagram like, it's fine that was like yeah so not Lily's vibe not Lily's vibe that was like the my vibe when I was young like was like <laughs> oh my gosh guys who love books make armor in their in their garage like I was just leaves I was like oh my gosh <laughs> Lily was like give me the skater boys yeah wow you're like oh, oh I God. love a guy who <laughs> who makes his own swords <laughs> and the, okay the funny thing is this guy wasn't like didn't come across that way at all I was just like oh okay you went to Rencon and then when I was like I don't really see this going anywhere I'm sorry like I don't really think we're a good match I'm not really feeling it he was like okay and I was like do you want your sword back and he was like no you can keep it and I was like are you sure and he was like yeah and I was like that sword looked expensive and he was like no you can keep it so now I just have a sword in my apartment 
It's actually pretty hilarious and awesome. Yeah, I it's love a good that. Story. Thank you. I love that. Um, I don't have yeah. anything as cool as that in my dating history. <laughs> it's my like, life. if my life was a, I remember my, my college roommate was like, they should make a TV show about your life and it should be called Chastity in the City. And I was just like, <laughs> Thanks, I used Kayla. to joke about that too. I used to think about the city and being like, "It's sexless in the city." <laughs> a Catholic girl try to make friends. Watch her try just- to date out here yeah. in the city. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah. boy! Yeah, that was always that was always interesting. I got ghosted plenty of times for being like, "Yeah, like just so you know." I'm Catholic. I'm, I'm, I'm like a practicing Catholic and I'm, I've I'm, never, I'm <laughs> yeah, I've never gotten to that point where I'm like messaging somebody who like, I'm not really quite sure. Oh, wait, you know what? Actually I did. I went to the cloisters in New York mm-hmm. and the guy made a comment about like, um, there was like a tomb where the statue on top of the tomb was like a woman laying down with her hands praying and I was like that's how I go to bed every night and he was like well it's good that I know now and I was like you're never gonna know because I'm not having sex with you and he was like wait what and I was like <laughs> He still wanted to go out with me. And I was like, oh, I don't think that we're going to, I don't think we mesh. <laughs> he, dressed, he dressed fine though, which is the you know? topic of the podcast. Yes, that so- is that is what's up. Two girls with ADHD try to host a podcast. Come along, people, to, come along. We need to change the topic of this podcast. Um, um, yeah. But anyway, so what I think that how a guy dresses definitely says a lot about him I think it it boils down to effort and Mm. I think I've been on like an effort yeah this is Lily's thing y'all uh train like I'm just I wrote an article recently that is like effort they're not putting in effort then why are you on an app don't take a girl to a lake and not feed her yeah yeah so basically i went on a date a couple like maybe like a month or whatever ago and it was like this guy brought me to a lake in the middle, in the middle of, of nowhere and it was like was 40 i know i literally was like oh my gosh am i gonna die out here i i really i realized how stupid it was and so don't ever go out to a lake in like winter with a guy you don't know serial vibes and um yeah that was not impressive to me and then she was kind of just like wearing like some like whatever and I like looked cute I was like wearing cute boots and a skirt and whatever and um I was just kind of like hmm and he didn't feed you he He didn't feed you (laughs) didn't feed me we just sat by, by this freezing cold Okay, so it cut out like right while Lily was ranting about getting, being at a cold lake. Here's Lily. Here's Lily. Here's Lily. Here's Lily. (laughs) (laughs) Here's Lily. (laughs) And we're back. We're back. Um, Yeah, so I was complaining about this guy who put in a no effort date and then also dressed no effort. And it just gave me this overall vibe that he was kind of like, whatever. I felt like I was hanging out with the bro rather than an actual Mm. date. So I think that like how somebody dresses also 
indicates what they think they're heading into or like Mm. it indicates their intentions with the experience period that might that might be something that's like a dramatic deduction on my part where Mm. like a guy might not even be thinking that but if I'm dressed nicely and I'm wearing um something that I was conscientious I'm like going out on a date like that communicates to the person that I'm with that I think that I am on a date so if a guy shows up and he's in basketball shorts or just like some kind of schleppy <laughs> get up um, no cargo shorts I'm kidding we had this whole conversation with Doug over text about cargo shorts and how much you could fit a pair of cargo shorts you could like survive in the wild for a week if all the stuff you can fit in those really but they also well, give me ptsd so yeah i'm like i'm the two early 2000s child in me is appreciative of the cargo pants because mm-hmm. that was so iconic to me mm-hmm. very like dlc don't go chasing waterfalls <laughs> but like when it comes to men in cargo shorts i'm so i like don't i don't love it but i also recognize the utility element of yeah. it but it's not, um it's not it's not a lily vibe it's or not a Lily vibe. vibe. It's Maybe not it's an we, Abby vibe or a Cassandra vibe. Or I don't know. Cassandra. I'm naming people who might. I don't know. If your name's Cassandra no, and you're listening to this podcast, maybe it's like vibe. Mary and Elizabeth and Catherine and Teresa. <laughs> it's more our audience, I think, than a Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. But yeah, um, yeah. it's funny because I, I went out the other day with a guy who was wearing cargo pants and like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, it wasn't, I mean, it was appropriate for the occasion. So exactly. It Is it appropriate? It wasn't like we were going at a restaurant and he was wearing cargo shorts. Yeah, exactly. I literally <laughs> wrote that in my notes. Like how aware are they of themselves in the world? And like their connection mm-hmm. to the world. Like, are they wearing cargo shorts at a five-star restaurant? It is not yeah. a sin to wear cargo shorts at a five-star restaurant. Disclaimer, it, it does not make you a it bad is. person. No, it does. You don't need to go to confession. It does, <laughs> it does go to confession right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it tells you something about the person. That's yeah, it does. That's well, okay. So I do want to say, I do mm-hmm. want to say, Lily from early, um, okay. All right. ADHD. Okay. (laughs) Let me formulate what I'm going to say. Um, Lily from early twenties or whatever. And also like teen years, I was very much looking for a super polished kind of like metrosexual type of a guy where Mm -hmm. he like, you know, um, really cared about how he presented himself. And I think that at the time it was more like, how would this pairing or my relationship with this person and how we both look together? I think that was the driving force of like, Mm. I'm not, I want to look good with a guy who looks like this. Um, yeah, wasn't so much of, yeah. So, I mean, I've gone through a lot of phases, like, you know, the Mohawk guy phase and, (laughs) um, and so, as I've gotten older, though, I have grown more to like the like 
more blue collar, like rugged type of look, like a dude who you could even find like on a farm or at a bar, your local bar, which is very weird for me to say. I will. Mm -hmm. It's different for Lily. Lily's in Um, her blue collar mood. Yeah. 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 I'm in my blue collar era. Um, Like a guy who I know who can just like fix my car and takes my car like, um, a, like a milo what's his face milo ventimiglia yeah we're looking for a li- milo ventimiglia kind of man yes. i will like, say attractive five taller. yeah <laughs> um this is i'm coming if anyone doesn't know that's so like that's petty. like the the what's his face in gilmore this girls is and oh it's jess and gilmore yes. girls yes, and gilmore the girls dad and, and this is us yes, yes yes heavy heavy on the dad in this is us um so like, I think that um, I'm still cracking up. <laughs> it's also like the era too. Like he looks like kind of vintage, you know. Yeah. Oh my god, it's like a guy <laughs> who kind of has an, a classic, like '70s, '50s blue collar vibe. Hmm. Yeah. At least um, just gazing off into the distance. Yeah. <laughs> I, need <to> like, <laughs> I need to freaking relax. Um. But uh. But yeah, so I think now it's more of like effort that I care about when a guy is getting dressed. It's more about effort than it is about are you trendy? Are you fashionable? Mm. Are you like stylish and putting together things in a very thoughtful way? It's more like, oh, did you think about where you're going, who you're going to be with, mm, aka moi? Um, <laughs> and what are you kind of, how are you presenting yourself to the world and to me? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it also like, I think it also trickles into effort period. Like if he's putting effort into how he's dressing out on a date or whatever, like, is he putting effort into conversation with you? Like, is he asking mm. you questions about yourself? Is he excited to talk to you is he enthusiastic to talk to you um like I think that there's a a match or a a correlation between the effort one puts into how they dress and an effort into how they communicate with you and I've been on dates where guys don't put any effort into how they dress and then the like conversation was crappy the follow-up was crappy Mm. um it just was like very lackluster. There was not a lot of intentionality. And it's like it considerations. Just, yeah. Like you can see where the consideration yeah. in one part of their life would flow into another if yeah. they're not aware of it. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so what are your thoughts now that I've blathered on? I have, I have two main thoughts. All right. Go with on. my, Go. with my notebook. I have, um, Okay, two main thoughts. One is my green flags and how style shows how some like about someone, how someone's personal style when you're dating them, what you can learn about it, green flags. And then my um, other one is about how they make decisions and how how they shop tells you about how they make decisions. And it could be just based on how they make their decisions about clothing. It could be, but they're making decisions about purchasing something. And so it can give you, it can give you an insight into their personality. And it's something you can ask them about. You can be like, huh, it's interesting. You buy pants this way. 
do you think, is this typically how you like make decisions? And you can ask about that and have a deep conversation. But um, like, okay, like if someone's going to buy pants, do they just type pants into Google Maps? Do they just wear the pants that their mom buys them <laughs> and has bought them since they were like five, you know? Um, and maybe their mom's just really good at like buying them pants or maybe they're, you know, don't have a lot of individuality or ability to make decisions, you know, just things you can learn about this person. Yeah. Um, do they buy the yeah. most expensive pants because they're expensive and snazzy and they want to look expensive and snazzy? Or do they go to a thrift store? Or do they invest in something that's like not a big well-known brand, but they know is going to last them forever? And like, all, again, none of these things is like a morally, I mean, like fast fashion aside, none of these things is morally wrong but like it can give okay. you a sense about like how they go about making decisions. Um, yeah. So um, do they care more about how something looks versus how it feels? Like what's their ratio of like how something mm -hmm. feels versus how it looks? How much are yeah. they willing to splurge on something? What kinds of things are they willing to splurge on? All that kind of stuff. And then sure. mm -hmm, my green flags, um, uh, cause we both know I have dated um, stylish, stylish men. Um, yes. And uh, I will say my green flags is when the green flags I have learned from dating said stylish man is taste versus bouginess. Like we'll joke around a lot about being bougie, but it's not about. So I've dated someone before where they cared about getting something expensive because it made them look like they had hit a certain milestone in life, which is totally cool. Oh, interesting. That's your thing. You know, if it makes you feel like you're like in a certain echelon of society or whatever, that's great. And that's fine. But then I've also dated someone who will buy something with a little bit more money because he likes how it feels. He likes how it looks. He knows he's going to wear it forever. He knows what he likes. And the difference, too, of like someone being particular about them, what they like in their clothing, but also not being inflexible in yeah. that and in other parts of their life because I think sometimes people being picky like about clothing like I love my dad dearly I'm just gonna put that out there my dad is wonderful he asked to adopt me I love him so very 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 much he's a, not a very flexible person and he wears okay. legit the same exact thing every single day in just okay. like different muted shades you know <laughs> um and so and so like the difference between someone being picky about what they wear and are they going to be picky about what other people wear? Are they going to be picky? Yeah. Are they going to extend that pickiness into other places in their life and other decisions yeah. that they make? Or do they just know what they like and what they like to wear and they mm -hmm. want that for themselves, but they don't look down on other people's like fashionable vibes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and because, because I'm a designer, like I didn't think to look for this in someone until I saw it in someone I dated, but like, yeah someone who like can talk with me about like the proportions of something like someone who honestly has like uh, a favorite brand you know and like one that I'd never heard of before it, yeah. like I was like dang this French brand over here like this is you know like who will like watch videos about like people talking about the way that they make their jeans or their shoes yeah. or all this stuff, like really caring about the intricacies of things and being interested in it. I didn't look yeah. for that in dating people. It just kind of fell into my lap. And that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Lord provides, you know, um, yeah. 
And it's not something that I think is necessary, but I see the, like, the merit of being able to talk with someone about things that excite me Mm. and someone who like really gets what I'm doing, what we're doing with Litany that like, when we did the like pleat, the inverted pleat in the back of the blouse was like, oh my gosh, this is such a great, this is so cool. Like all this, like just over the moon about this pleat. And I was like, you get me, you know what I mean? Um, Awesome. Yeah. This is your passions and an understanding of something that sets you on fire rather than like a, well, that's silly or stupid. Like Mm -hmm. I think that if I were to date somebody who thought that what I was doing was stupid or like unimportant, I mean, how could that ever work out? Exactly. Yeah. And they can just not get it. And that's all great too. Like I, I dated people who were not fashionable and the fact that they weren't fashionable was not the reason that the relationships didn't work out, you know? Um, it's yeah. not bad to date someone who doesn't get these parts of you, but it's a, like, it's, it's data, you know, you can understand yeah. if this is like, it, it gets you to know something about this person, about the things that you can connect on. Yep. And the part about, yeah, the part ahead. about like caring about what I wear, there's uh-huh. so much nuance there. And you, you did, you did notes about this. So I'm very pumped to get into this because the difference between being like, I really like what you're wearing. It's so fly. Those pants above and beyond. Like I really liked your pants when we first met versus I want a girl who's going to wear hoop earrings, have curly hair, be curvy, wear floral dresses. I think loafers look weird, but you know, um, like fashionable (laughs) sandals, um, yeah. you know, don't wear Birkenstocks though. Cause those are like too crunchy for me. Like all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. There's a difference between appreciation and control. And yes. I really think it's important to connotate those differences because if you, if you're dating someone who is more of the controlling type, but they tend to like what you already have, like what you already wear, they might not come across yeah. as controlling. And so I think it's worthwhile to look at how they approach what you're wearing are they appreciative of it right because they like it because it's a part of you or are they like mm-hmm. looking for something and you just happen to fit that and you're not like other girls you're just like you know you're just what I like I think it's a big difference that's right my, that's my rant yep yep <laughs> yeah no I agree I, I think that like like anybody you can have preferences like yeah. If a guy doesn't like love mom jeans, I know that like guys are more geared towards appreciating a woman's body in clothing that is like especially flattering. But I also like if a guy gets like weird or kind of like, oh, I hate those pants or I hate yeah. the jumpsuits. I hate red, bright red lipstick, or I don't like that. Like, um, you and I were talking the other day about like the purpose of getting dressed isn't to look as attractive, as attractive as possible. Like mm-hmm. the purpose of getting, the purpose of getting dressed is like, first of all, like, yeah, like utility be appropriate for the, like, well, not don't be naked. Um, and the purpose of the occasion and the event that you're at, but also that expression of self that is unique to personal style that not every single day, is it like, do I look as hot as possible or do I look as 
flattered as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I remember I got these Everlane pants a while ago and it was when like the kind of cropped wide leg utility pant was coming back. It's like very, like a very English thing, but it started becoming more of a thing over here. And they accentuate the hips more and they don't like tight. They're not tight at the knee or the calf. So they don't create that like body con body yeah. contouring pant look. Um, and I remember when I first wore them, I was like, Oh, these aren't like really flattering. And for a long time, for me, the purpose of getting dressed was to like mm. be as flattered as possible. Like what colors look the best on me? Like, you know, when everybody kind of gets obsessed with like, I'm a winter, I'm a cool spring. I'm a yeah. fall. Like we sometimes get so hung up on what is the most flattering, 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 flattering that we kind of do this weird objectification thing where it's like <laughs> the purpose of my body is to look as attractive as possible. And that's yeah. just like, that's not the point like your purpose in society and your relationships and just you existing as a person like it's not to be the most attractive version of yourself all the time and I think that like if you get caught up in that mentality you can get really obsessed with how you look you can become vain you can um develop like body image issues because mm. your body becomes like an enemy to yourself it's not like um yeah it's like you're always like competing with yourself to try and be as attractive as possible. Like the same as last summer when you were fit and tan or like, and so when it comes to dressing, I think that if you focus first on exp the expression of self through clothing, of course, like, like I said, like, yeah, the, the, your lifestyle, the utility, the purpose of where you are, what your job is, that's, you know, probably the first thing to consider but after that, I think it should be what actually expresses my identity as a person, not like, is this the most flattering thing on my body? I just, I just don't think that's the point of getting dressed. And yeah. if you, if guys will be more focused on how flattered you look because they're like, oh, wow, like my beautiful girlfriend, my beautiful wife, she looks so smoking hot or beautiful or whatever in this style of dress. And I really love that on her. But when things get kind of like rigid and controlling where it's like, yeah. why are you wearing that? Like, that's not the most flattering thing you can look like. Remember when I wore that like hot pink eyeshadow? On, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I did, like, I did some photos and my mom was like, I don't think that's the most flattering. She like told me in this very like confessional way of like, you know, I just don't think that that's the most flattering eyeshadow shade for you. And I was like, like okay. okay. That's fine. I don't care. I, I don't, I won't, I don't, I don't have to care. wear it tomorrow. You know, I yeah, think people forget she was that like, like, what? Exactly. Yeah. And I think people forget too, that like we have, we contain all of these multitudes inside of us. Like just because we're not dressing in a way that totally flatters our figure one day, doesn't mean that that possibility is not within us and that like right. we don't already contain that. And so like, <laughs> like I, okay. Another green flag I will say too is for both towards yourself and from people that you're dating, are they complimentary of the things that they like instead of disdainful about the things they don't? Cause like you said, we can all have preferences and it's totally great yeah. to be like, Hey babe, I'm not really a fan of the beard. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, I've heard that's a really common one with mm -hmm. girls. So like you, 
have a conversation. You don't want to be controlling. It's his face, you know, also you're the one kissing it. So you have a conversation about it, you know? And (laughs) I think like that, that's first off, I think that like, if you truly love someone and I will say this too, relationship OCD aside, because I have OCD and this was an issue for me was like, relationship OCD, it'll be like, oh, am I attracted enough to my partner? I'm on medication now. It's so much better. Um, And also (laughs) go to therapy, but like, so I don't deal with it much at all. So I will say that aside, mental health stuff aside, it's generally like, you'll like your partner, even if they get a bad haircut, you know, you'll still think that they're cute. And I think that that's really wonderful and good. And it's um, more than just how they look. Yeah. And I think it's like the point when someone like isn't a big fan of what you put on. I think it tells you a lot about who they are because like, and it could be for a multitude of reasons. Like I would be really like critical of partners with beards when I didn't like it because I was like, because I had OCD and I was scared that it meant something horrible about me that I was like a bad girlfriend if I didn't like it, you know? Uh Whereas it could also be someone being like really critical about what you're wearing because they just are being controlling because mm-hmm. not because they're seeking relief from a mental health issue, but because they want to be controlling of you. And right. they think that their opinion is the only one that matters. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think like how someone responds when it's like, you're wearing like these, like those wide red culotte pants I wear, like easily the fave, easily the fave. Yeah. Like I don't, and they're not like super flattering. They're not super form fitting, anything like that, but they are easily the fave, you know? And I think that like someone should be happy for you to wear what makes you happy. Yes. You know? Yeah. And like, well, that yeah. sort of brings up, sorry, go ahead. Finish your thought. No, that's, that's it. That's, that's the whole thing. <laughs> um, well, I was going to say this sort of brings up the question that I have at the end here, which is, um, mm-hmm. is there a difference between a man caring about how his girlfriend dresses versus a girlfriend caring about how her boyfriend dresses? Because I think stereotypically it's yeah. more like, okay, like, you know, a guy starts dating a girl and she's like, makeover time. Like, I don't like how you dress. I don't like beep, 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 which is essentially, it kind of sounds exactly like how I did at the beginning of this, where yeah. I was like, really harping on guys who don't um, present themselves well. But I think that the the stereotype is the girl who doesn't like how her guy dresses, how he does his hair, how blah, blah, blah. And she kind of shows him how to look how to the dress. way that she likes yeah so like is that hypocritical is that a double standard because if a guy is like I don't really like you in lipstick or I don't really like blah 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 on you um like what, what are your thoughts on that um so I'm gonna do a controversial take people can tell us in the comments okay. if they hate this take I don't think it's a double standard I think there's a lot of nuance that needs to be had with it Women grow up caring a lot about how we present ourselves. That's one of the biggest things that we're kind of taught to do. It's really hard to go around the world not knowing how to dress in a way that is presentable as a woman. There's also this whole attitude of like men have a lot more power in this world than women do. That's just a reality that like oftentimes if we're not careful, it will flood into relationships because it just seems normal you know we grew up around it and so I think it's 
I don't think it's necessarily good for, I don't think it's good for a girl to come in and be like, I'm going to change your entire wardrobe because you look like a slob and we're going to come in and fix this, you know? Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's good. And I think that that's just not good to do. It's not good to treat yeah. a human being with disdain in general. And that just feels like a disdainful right. thing. Right. Or, um, or feeling like you need to fix somebody. Fix somebody. Well. Exactly. And also Me. that like disdain towards a woman it's, it's different than it's to me. And I mean, this is taking it to another level, but it's similar of like, if a guy hits a girl, it is very different than if a girl hits a guy. Now, obviously there are cases Mm -hmm. with domestic violence, with women being very controlling and hurtful towards men. And we don't talk about it enough, but if a girl were to walk up to a random guy on the street and slap him, it would be very different than if a guy walked up to a random girl on the street and slapped her. There's a lot more, there's a lot less of a safety net for women around that kind of Mm -hmm. thing. And it puts them in a lot more danger than it puts a guy in, in general. So, yeah. um, I think that like the attitude of that coupled with the fact that it doesn't really make sense for a guy to me to come in and be like, you dress like a slob and I need to come in and tell you how to dress. That doesn't, I don't, I can't really, I'm sure there are exceptions to everything, but it's hard for me to imagine a scenario where that would make sense for a guy to do to a girl because she has already lots of tools. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. She has lots of tools at her disposal to know how to dress appropriately and how to be flattering and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think there's something very different between showing someone how to dress appropriately for different occasions versus meet my style and what I want you to wear. So Yeah. So I think that's that's kind of the thing of like, and I know a lot of guys, like you you hear it all the time with like, you know, like our parents' generation or our grandparents' generation being like, oh yeah, you know, she tells me what to wear and I wear it. And the dude's totally happy with it. And that's great. He doesn't, he doesn't feel controlled, you know, in that scenario, if he's happy to go along with it and she's not being a controlling person about it. I think sometimes people can be happy to be controlled and that's not a healthy dynamic, but if she's just like, you know what, like you don't like shopping, and you honestly don't care what you wear. And I would like it if, you know, you were a little bit more polished. How do you feel about that? And he's like, yeah, sure. She's like, okay, cool. I'll get a couple of things. See if you like them. And he just right. eventually just lets her pick out what he wears. And they're both happy right. about that, but she's not treating him with disdain. She's not coming in and telling him he needs to fix himself. Um, yeah. And honestly too, I mean, if you're dating someone like, it's almost like you shouldn't have to fix someone to be attracted to them either Mm -hmm. so if it's an issue of attraction if a guy's saying like I want to be attracted to you babe don't you want me to be attracted to you it's like well then why are you dating me you know right like if you need to change my wardrobe to be attracted to me then why did you start dating me that like just you know that that attitude just that's a good point so I think there's a lot of nuance there um yeah yeah sorry go ahead were you gonna say something else? that's all that's kind of it like I think I think that's really good. And I think it's important to note too, it's not a girl acting like a girlfriend. I think it's a girl acting like a mentor to do that. And that's not necessarily Mm -hmm. a bad thing. We play lots of different roles in people's lives, you know, but I think, I think synonymizing like fixing up someone's closet with a partner, it creates this imbalance in a relationship. Whereas like, if you don't like how your boyfriend's dressing, like maybe get a guy friend who's like a really good dresser to go take him shopping. I feel like that's a better, like more healthy, balanced way to go about it. Um, Because then it's not about controlling him and what he wears, but rather just being like, Hey, you know, 
you don't really seem to care a lot about what you wear. I have a job and a life where I really do care about what I wear. It would mean a lot to me if we could kind of meet in the middle somewhere, if that's all right with you. And if he's like, yeah, sure. would be like, cool, great. Yeah. Have Greg, take you out on a shopping trip. Well, dope. <laughs> yeah. I, I think what you were saying, especially about like women, we've grown up in a world where we've been given all these tools to figure out style. It's not like we're clueless when yeah. it comes to this stuff. So like if a guy comes in and he's like, well, let's change this. It's like, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've Mm -hmm. had had enough information on this, but like on the flip guys are not marketed to that way. And so if they come in and they're like, I'm going to change the way that you look, it's like, why? Why? Yeah. Then I think it's just, you're controlling, like, yeah, you're, you're doing a build a build a B word, honestly. Like you're just, yeah, it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not treating someone like an equal, you know? Right. And I know that from my experience, usually as soon as I start dating a guy and he finds out that I'm like into style stuff, blah, blah, blah. He's like, awesome. Can you take me shopping? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But see, that's I'm asking you. That's like a welcome into my world. That's a healthy way to do it. Yeah. They're like, let's go. Like, let's show me, show me how to do this. And I'm like, all right, cool. But also really trying to take into consideration of like, what is your actual personal style? Cause men have personal style too. You should just turn them into your own little clone of like, I saw this in a magazine and I'm going to make you that it's like guys also have, you know, taste and well, sometimes they do. Gotta develop that taste. Um, also, people's personal style changing over the course of their life too. Like, yeah, like it's crazy to me, crazy to me. And I think that that's also a really beautiful thing. It shows, like, if you look at a guy's life, I yeah. guarantee you, he's worn different things throughout his life, probably. And sorry, my my, I don't know if you all could hear that. My phone is like ready for an update, or not my phone, my computer. Um, my basically, computer. like, they're just. Yeah, like you said, they have their own personal style too. And helping someone discover that is very different than trying to build someone in your own image, you know? Right. Yes. Yes. We yes, ain't yes. God. We ain't the God mm-hmm. in our relationships. Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> he literally said, I am a God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, what's that? Was someone, Kanye, go to therapy, please. Please. <laughs> Hopefully that's where he is right now at this moment. Um, Cool. Well, I don't have anything else to add to that. Ditto. I think we, I think we, I think we covered it. Knocked it out nailed the park. It. Um, um, if anybody has any thoughts or input on this topic, feel free to message us or comment. Comment like, yeah, comment the things that like you get mad if someone's like, or I don't know. You don't have to comment that. Oh Just yeah, I'll have to tell us your stories. stories. Tell us your stories. Yeah. You know? I'll put that in stories. Like what is something that, you know, you don't like that your boyfriend, husband doesn't like, or what are things that he supports that you wear that he loves? And, um, yeah. Yeah. How do you navigate, how do you navigate different personal styles and dating and what, and honestly, yeah, I'm just going to hammer this one home till the cows come home. Preference does not need disdain. You do not need to be disdainful of someone to yeah. state your preference yes. just tell them what you like that yeah. they're wearing and like mm-hmm. be honest about it be like babe I love those pants on you yep. that t-shirt so dope you look amazing I feel like it's so you great we love that journey yep. for us 
do that. We do. And if you can't find anything in your significant <laughs> other's closet that you like, why are you dating them? Like, if you don't like how they look at all, ever, then. Right. Or if your what's attraction that? to them is contingent upon yes. how they dress entirely, like, you should be yeah. okay. You should want to continue dating them, even if they don't look exactly, yeah. they don't dress exactly how you would want yeah. them to. Yeah. You don't have to match your partner to be a good, a good, a good fit. Get yes. your own people. Yep. Cool. Cool. Well, thank you for tuning in to Beyond the Stitch. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us this week for Beyond the Stitch. Our podcast is edited and produced by Doug Cool. Thank you so much, Doug. You're the bomb diggity. Our music is by Trish Vega. You can find her on Spotify. That's T-R-I-S-H and then Vega, V-E-G-A. We're really grateful to have you here. And you can follow along on all of our chaotic, fun, ridiculous things over on Instagram at litany.nyc and over at our website, www.nyc.com litanynyc.com that's l i t a n y n y c.com see you next week